Hey, thank you for coming to another episode of Being Trans. Um, I just wanted to really quick uh, bring up a subject that that came up on my radar today, and it's not news. It's just well, it's not really up on my radar today. I watched it a few months ago, but it came back into my realm of seeing things by a person who brought it up. Now, I'm not I don't I don't want anybody thinking that I'm upset about this because I really am not. It didn't really phase me. Um but it was disturbing to still hear that it was an issue. There's a gentleman on the radio by the name of Crowder, okay? And well, not the radio, but on the internet and he does his own blog post podcasts and stuff like that. But he's another one of these people and I, I'm, I'm I, I I don't want to shun him I'm not going to shun him that's not you know his views are his views he's allowed to have those views even though they're completely and utterly wacky but they're his views and he should have the right to express his views without people attacking him for those views but he created a show here recently about trans people, and he then went one step further. We've all seen the meme where a guy is sitting at a table and it says, blah, 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 change my mind. Well, he went around America, and America is this type of place where you can really say something about someone that some group hates – and fan the flames to make yourself famous. Now, it... When it is to a level where Mr. Crowder has found his little niche, every so often he likes to fan that flame. And what he did is his first one was is he went to a university where universities tend to be a little bit more liberal thinking, um, a little more free with the actual thought processes. Um, and he thought he'd put this out there, you know, change my mind about transgender. Um, and at first, when I first saw it, I thought, okay, let's see where this goes. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how he is able to actually have a decent conversation about it. But the problem was – and he, there, he's very good. There's also another man by the name of Ben Shapiro. When these people are very good. They know how to push the buttons. They, they say the right words. They push the right buttons, and they get people – to get upset about what they're saying. And when people do get upset about what they're saying, they lose their ability to have a rational and deep and meaningful conversation about the subject that's at hand. And I watched it happen with these individuals. They got they got into this talk with Mr. Crowder, and one girl just goes completely off her nuts. Another lady who... Um, was talking to him in a different area, was rational, kind, considerate, 
listened to what he had to say, but tried to correct him. But what these people do is they're talented. Don't get me wrong. They are very talented at what they do. He turned against her by using cunning words, which anybody that does any sort of writing can figure out how it's done. You twist what the person has said just enough, not not to make it sound false right away, and not to make it sound twisted, but just enough. You twist as you repeat back to them, and then that person is pulled in, and they try to correct you. But at that moment of correction, you hear what you want them to say to you that is now false from what they said originally. It's, it's a real devious way of doing it. It's, it's – if you've ever been around a person who's narcissistic or has the tendencies of being narcissistic, they do this a lot. It's, it's a lot of gaslighting, um, and if you don't know what gaslighting is, it's to make you feel like you've done something wrong when you haven't done anything wrong. So, you know, here you are. You're the good person, and the bad person is actually making you feel like you're the bad person, okay? And they do it in such a way that your head's sitting in a freaking guillotine as it comes down and goes, Shop. all right? It makes you feel absolutely horrible about yourself when it, it – it's just a horrible, horrible tactic that these kind of people like to use. And – you know, when we left, that was the biggest relief of my life. Um, when we left that type of an environment, it was so nice. It was nice to sleep at night. It was nice not to have to deal with being gaslighted because it does make you feel like everything you do is wrong. And there is nothing you will ever do that is right. And it's a horrible feeling. It's a horrible attack on you and there's nothing you can do to get out of it and there's nothing that's going to stop them from doing it because they enjoy it and the same thing comes with trey crowder uh i think it's trey crowder well it's the crowder report there's might be even steven crowder oh can't remember his first name right off the top of my head because it's not on my radar that much but like i said it was he enjoys doing this, and he tweaks people perfectly. He gets them to do what he wants them to do and then snaps back at them. And there's another gentleman, Ben Shapiro, who does the same thing. You also had that one um, uh, Milo Yank yeah, – uh, whatever, Milo. Uh, he's well-known. Um, he does the same thing. These people look for ways to attack another person to make themselves look better. So it's that same sort of gaslighting, okay? It really hasn't changed. And it, if, it really does tear down at the fabrics of not only the individual that's being attacked, but those around rally in this. So if people were around that heard – that listened to 
Mr. Crowder's report, they'll think, oh, yeah, 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 I see how it, it, it existed. Yeah, 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 I see how that was right. He's 100% right because that person did say that. But what they don't realize is how smart Mr. Crowder is at twisting and manipulating their ears. And it's really difficult when these people go, I wasn't manipulated. And you go, mm, yeah, okay, sure. You keep thinking that, but I'm the person who's watching you. And I've watched this been done so many times. Even President Trump is really good at it. He makes you think that it's your fault when it's not your fault. And he convinces those that's, that are around him that it is your fault. And that's what these horrible individuals do. And when you're in a relationship with a person that's like this, it's ten times worse. People think you're a horrible individual when you're really not. They want you to be looking like the most despicable creature on the face of this earth just so they can be viewed as a victim when they're not a victim. They're actually the perpetrator. It's a mean, mean thing. But it's been used in so many writings. So it's it's nothing new. It's nothing revolutionary. It's nothing that we haven't seen before. The only difference is, is now these individuals like Ben Shapiro, Crowder, Milo, and, and the list keeps going on and on, are actually gaining so much power. It should be ringing alarm bells. But unfortunately, it's not ringing the alarm bells. It's not bringing people to say, hmm, maybe I should actually look and think on this myself. Maybe I should actually get off my fat bottom and have a look and see what is going on. Because this is kind of disturbing. Now, the reason this came back onto my radar today was there was a gentleman, as you know, I game, okay? And I meet a lot of interesting people. I have a lot of interesting conversations. And I also meet interesting people in my day-to-day -day life and other things. But the thing that really surprised me was this individual, we were talking about what I do, and I was really excited because in August I'm actually going to have, so far, three separate places where I'm going to be having discussions and talks, and uh, two of them are going to be talking to doctors, and one of them will be talking to college-level students. And this is kind of exciting to me. I really, really enjoy this. And it allows me to educate people. And it allows, the, the doctors are allowed to ask questions of me. And the students are allowed to ask questions of me. So I, I really, really enjoy it. The doctor's ones are going to go on for about six hours. So I've got two different engagements. Each one's about three hours. Um... And really super excited about this whole thing. And I love it. Just really love the whole um, look and feel of the um, exciting...
possibilities that exist around this. Now, what I really, as I was explaining this to a group of people that are acquaintances, we will not call them friends, they're acquaintances, and we were talking a bit about what I do and why I do it. This guy goes, oh, you know, I watched about that stuff on Crowder. And as soon as he said that, I just went, oh, yeah, great. So we've got somebody who's educated by a bigot. Okay, that's all right. We can – and I and I, I diffused it really quick. And I said, well, Crowder's a very intelligent individual. But the only problem is, is his information is skewed to populous, um, to popular thought. It's not based in fact. It's not based in the reality that so many um, scientists have spent hours and hours and hours upon. And he said, oh, you know, I said, you know, we're talking about what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get doctors to understand more about trans health to help in saving lives. Because we're talking 42 to 50 percent life loss. And if doctors can do a better job, maybe we can drop that down two or three percent. Maybe we could drop it down quite a bit more. And I said the more that we have people like myself that are out in the community and start talking about the facts that are behind it, then we have a better chance of saving more lives. And the guy brought up an interesting thing that Crowder had said, that even after – this is, this is Crowder speaking. This is not empirical evidence. This is not evidence that's put out by the healthcare profession. All right? Crowder said that even, the, even after treatment, the suicide rate is still high. And I said, well, there's a little problem with that number. That number exists of people that have attempted or succeeded in suicide. That suicide rate is quite high. Okay, because we're counting the people that still existed that have survived it. I'm one of them. I've survived it. And so I fit into that that number. And when you look at that, yes. But when you look at the research that was just released um, on the Trevor Project, um, where they just talked about some uh, fascinating um, information that came down that said it only takes one person, one person to accept that trans person or that gay person or the lesbian person. It just takes one. And then you have the suicide rate. So if you take these fantastic ladies and I love you to bits if you ever listen to it. The free mum hugs. The free the free mum hugs and the free dad hugs and the mums that go and stand in for parents are too fucking bigoty to go to their child's wedding. And these women show up and full on support just like any other real mum would. Good on ya. One person has it. So if you're looking at what that really means is let's say you have – like we, I talked about here a couple of days ago about a friend whose child is trans and how they're responding to this issue is in the correct form. The 
the possibilities for this child's life of never attempting suicide or succeeding in suicide is higher now. They will succeed. They will only have a 24% chance instead of a 50. You're having that chance. Now, if me talking to doctors helps normalize medical care and helps bring up the the care and the the um the understanding of the next generation of doctors, then let's take off some more. All right. Let's go down a little bit more. What what if let's just say theoretically, let's say five percent is knocked off. So we're down to nineteen percent. You know, twenty you know, nineteen to twenty percent. All right. That's getting that's getting better. Now let's say that by myself going out and talking at um, schools about being trans. Let's say talking to teachers about being trans. Let's say my time spent um, going to my children's school and being me lowers that even more. My sons and daughter, their friends know I'm trans. My kids even say, oh, that's my dad. He's trans. So what? It brings that percentage down because each kid's going to come away going, well, actually, your dad's pretty cool and he still loves you. That's pretty freaking amazing. Your dad shows up for this. Do I call him your dad or do I call him your mom? And what my son has gone is, well, whatever makes you comfortable. But my dad's name is Zelina or Allie. Um, you can call her whatever you feel comfortable with, but to me, that's my dad and I love her the way she is. And it's amazing how many kids will address me as Allie. They, they don't call me dad. They don't call me anything. They just call me Allie and I'm perfectly fine with that. My son's, my son, Gabriel, his best friend in the whole wide world. Calls me Allie. She waves at me. She says hi. I go into grocery stores to kids that I have talked to during some of my visits to college campuses and stuff like that that recognize me. And they're like, Allie! Because I tell them, if you see me, you say hi. Why do I do this? Well, I do this to make it normalized. Why? Because I want that young child who is about six to eight years old to be knocked down a couple more chances. Let's get her down to a 10% chance. Let's get it down to a 10% chance. That's manageable. But this individual brought up Crowder and I had to I I just went into my spiel. Look, you know, Crowder is very a very intelligent person. He knows how to twist your mind, knows how to twist his your words against you. And this is very, very devious. It's very talented how it's done because you don't even realize that it's happening to you. And if you want to look and really investigate how it's done, look at his first videos he's ever done. Then look at the videos that are now. There's a vast difference 
between the two. His tradecraft when he first started is really, really super rough. His tradecraft now is extremely polished. He's got it down to a, a fine art. And the same thing goes for Ben Shapiro. These people do read. They do do their research. But they do their research in ways to create the argument. Because the more they create the argument, the more that they create doubt, the more that they can get that audience to listen to them, the more they get paid. They don't do it for free. The Crowder Report isn't there for free. Your, his advertisers are paying him to do it. Your clickbait that you click to get into his show is paying him. Again, I'll let you on a secret. Hey, I tell you guys, if you want to keep me coming on to the air, if you want to keep listening to my podcast, if you want to keep reading my blogs, if you want to keep doing this, I really could use your support as low as $3 a month on patreon.com forward slash Alina Robbins. Now, go there, please. I ask you kindly. If you, if you could support, that would be great. And see, they all do this too. They also have a PayPal setup. I haven't got a PayPal setup yet, but I'm going to do that for donations because it helps. Every little bit helps. And so do the ads. Every little thing that is out there is there to make money. And the more that they stir that pot, and Americans are really good at being stirred. They really, really are. And it's a shameful thought process, but it's also shameful that this person's doing it to them. You know, Trump's making billions of dollars. Every time he says something horrific about someone else, his net worth goes up. Because you're going to buy more of his junk. He is a populist president. He's using the media and advertising and everything against the other people that don't like him. And by doing it, the people that do like him buy more of his stuff to support him. But they don't realize that all that money is a kickback to him. So... He just found a new job. It wasn't because it was that he wanted to save America or to make America great again. He found another way to make money because the apprentice was getting old. Got to have a new stick. You got to find ways to get more money in. And that's what Trump likes to do. And that's what Steven Crowder likes to do. And that's what Milo likes to do. And you know, that's what these individuals like to do. They like to twist what you say to make them money. And I told this person that, probably not in as long as in depth as what we've talked about. But I said, you know, when you really look at the cold hard facts, it takes one person to cut, to cut that in half, that suicide rate. But Crowder doesn't tell you anything about that. He does not tell you one little bit about it. And what happens is, is people like myself, we end up fighting a battle. Here we're talking to doctors, and doctors are listening. They're listening because they know that the information that they are getting is steeped in fact. 
Okay, it's not conjecture. It's not anything but factual information. It's like if you were good, if I was a cancer expert and went in with them, they'd be having talks with me, and they knew that that was an I was an expert on cancer. But hey, I'm an expert on me, and I'm pretty damn good on the transgender issues. Okay, I'll go toe to toe with anybody, but. I'm not here to argue with them. I'm here to enlighten them. And that's the difference between myself and Crowder. Hey, if I can learn something, if you can point me in the right direction and say, hey, you know, actually, this study actually says something different. I'll read that study. I'll take a look at it. Just like the people that like to use, well, people detransition. you got to really know what's going on before you start believing that stuff. Yeah, people do transition and then they detransition. There's a lot of issues in involved in that. And we'll get on to detransitioning probably in a later episode. But what I'm just saying is when you start hearing people talk about these hate mongers, listen, don't run away. Listen, because you can find the problems in them and you can see the patterns of their craft and how they do it. They didn't start out being so educated. They started out pretty rough. They just had a hate, and now they have a hate that is able to be pushed to other people. So I'm going to end this. I just want to say thank you for taking the time and listening to this little bit of information. I hope that you find it useful. I also hope that you don't shy away from listening. Educate yourself. Learn about yourself. The more you learn about you, the happier you will be. The more you learn about being trans, the happier you can be. I love you much. Take good care of yourself. And if you need to talk to somebody because you've heard some hate, please do me a favor. Make a phone call. Talk to a friend. Go out for a cup of coffee. Talk to your therapist. Okay? Because you matter. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks again for listening. Hey, just a friendly reminder. My blogs, my podcasts, my books, everything I do is supported by you. If you could do me a kind favor, for as low as $3 a month, go to patreon.com forward slash Alina Robbins. And um, give me a little bit of sponsorship. I would really be very grateful. It also allows me to make sure that I can continue to bring you interesting content and continue to keep up information on the blog that helps people. And it also allows me to continue to help out on Kunara. Thank you so much for everything you do. And I hope to keep doing this for a very long time.